Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt. I'm here to tackle your emotional issues and dispense the tough love that your friends are too polite to give. On this week's Dear Viv, what to do when a friend doesn't feel like a friend anymore. Dear Viv, my friend and I have been friends since we were nine years old. We're now 34, so that's 25 years. I like to think that I've been here for her through the ups and the downs, and I've always liked to think that she had my back too. However, over the past few years, I've started to realise that this has become a very one-sided relationship. And while I've come to the conclusion that I think I should leave this friendship behind, I'm struggling to let go. A series of events have led me to this decision, and I'd love your advice on what to do. Two years ago, I told my friend that I was pregnant. I was only six weeks on and I told her that I was sharing this with her before the usual 12-week milestone because if anything happened, I'd like someone I could turn to for support. That night, I had a miscarriage. I sent her a text in the morning to tell her I'd lost the baby and was flying home. We live in different parts of the UK. And she wrote back, that's terrible, kiss. It was a full 10 days before she got back in touch, saying she didn't call because she felt awkward and didn't know what to say. By this stage, I was lucky enough to have other friends and family that I could turn to. I did feel let down, but I accepted that it's something that makes people feel uncomfortable and didn't dwell too much. My husband and I then tried to get pregnant again, but after two years, we had no luck. So in March, we went through IVF and it was successful. Around the same time, before I knew I was pregnant my friend told me she was 12 weeks pregnant. I was delighted for her and congratulated her and we spoke a lot about her pregnancy and I mentioned having gone through IVF and that we were about to find out the results. A few weeks later, I had another miscarriage and I sent her a message to tell her. I couldn't face picking up the phone to break the news so a text was easier for me at the time. She wrote back, hope you're okay, kiss and I didn't hear from her again apart from a few weeks ago to tell me her baby had been born. Again, I congratulated her and I asked lots of questions, but she was really cold and cut the conversation short any time I got in touch. I still don't know the baby's name. 
I'm about to go through my second round of IVF and while I'm grateful to have the opportunity to try again, I live in constant fear that it will end with another miscarriage. I'm going home at Christmas and will have to see my friend and the thought is adding to my anxiety and making me sick with worry. I haven't told her yet how I feel. She's been so cold with me that I fear that I would just be picking up the phone for an argument and I can't cope with that right now. At the same time, if I see her, I can't just pretend that nothing has happened. I don't want to see her at all if I'm honest, but she lives so close to my parents that it's unavoidable and I hate that there are loose ends between us. The few people I've spoken to have been quick to put it down to me being resentful of her pregnancy. I'd like to be very clear that this isn't the case. I have loads of friends with new babies or who are pregnant and I'm happy for them all. I'd never wish the pain and loneliness of infertility and miscarriage on anyone. How can I leave this friendship behind and move on? I can't get it out of my head. Love, hurt and confused friend. Oh, dear hurt and confused friend, I completely understand your pain here and I thank you for reaching out. One thing I think a lot of people will identify with listening to this is the theme of friends who let us down as we travel through life and our circumstances change. It happens in all sorts of scenarios, not just ones surrounding the difficulties of fertility and parenting. But the first thing I want to acknowledge in your letter is the pain of miscarriage and infertility. We're really new to discussing how painful all of this is. And I thought it was really touching recently when Michelle Obama talked about this and she writes about it uh, a little bit in her beautiful memoir, Becoming, which I really recommend. She had a miscarriage and she also had IVF. And she states very clearly that she felt as if there was no one to talk to and she felt lonely and it's something that's hard to find the words to discuss. And I think it's really only the last kind of 10 years, really, that we've started to talk about this more openly. Um, I had a miscarriage nine years ago now at 12 weeks and it is a heartbreaking thing that you never quite get over and that's always a baby that you never had. So I know how difficult it is and I know how lonely it can feel. So thank you to you for giving us a chance to talk about these things and make them something that we'd get used to discussing, however difficult it is. That said, I want to think about your friend for a moment because she does not have experience of these things. She has no idea what it's like to live through the things that you've lived through. All she knows is that things worked out for her And she can see that that's different to how it worked out for you. For whatever reason, and I don't entirely blame her, and I don't think you do either, she hasn't wanted to face that. And I don't judge her for that. I think we shouldn't judge people who find it difficult to stay close to friends when fate treats them so differently, when you've both had completely different experiences of fertility and parenting that are miles apart and she hasn't found it in herself to bridge that gap. I think in some ways that can be understandable. Yes, of course, it's disappointing and upsetting for you that she wasn't able to be there for you. And it's kind of hard to understand in a way as it really isn't that difficult to show up and show compassion for someone going through a bad time. Or is it? I don't know. I think maybe what happened with your friend is that she missed her moment to be kind to you. And afterwards, she just felt so bad that she went into denial and then didn't know how to make it better. Sometimes after we make one mistake 
in life, we find it easier to walk away than to face up to what we've done. Of course, by walking away, we just make it even worse, but at least we get to ignore the mistake. So that's my theory of your friend's behaviour, which might help explain things a little bit, even if it doesn't make you feel any better. I think that's the logic of it. But let's talk about what would make you feel better. And I know you're worried about the prospect of this Christmas meeting. What I really want to come to is not so much thinking about what you should do about this friend and what you should do about meeting or not meeting or broaching the subject or not broaching the subject. I want you to think about what is really going on here. And I think that your disappointment in your friend is masking another anxiety, which you voice with these words, I live in constant fear that all this will end with another miscarriage. Now, you must let me know if you think I'm talking out of turn here, but I wonder if you've converted your fear and your anxiety and your lack of control around your pregnancies into resentment towards your friend. In some ways, I think this would be a really healthy thing to do because why not externalise all that anxiety and put it on someone else? In another way, it's unhealthy though because you're not allowing yourself to feel how you really feel about this pregnancy, which is bloody terrified. And I don't blame you. You've had really difficult experiences and you're terrified that this is going to happen again. So of course you're allowing yourself to be distracted by the anxiety of this friendship. I wonder if there's a way to face both of these things at once. Have an honest conversation with your friend about how you feel that things have changed between the two of you. But instead of blaming it on her, show her that you know you're responsible too. You've been terrified, you've been lonely, and perhaps it hasn't been easy for her to reach out to you. I know that's a big stretch for you, but think about it. If you can have a conversation like that and she's still unable to connect and be there for you, well, this really is the end of the road and it's just going to be one of those friendships that was right at a particular moment in your life, but is not what you need right now. Be prepared to be fine with that because that is sometimes what happens. One thing I would love for you to do right now is to focus on enjoying the promise that your current IVF represents. Ongoing IVF always represents a promise and a hope and allow yourself to hold on to that. It's so precious. No matter what happens next, you will always have this moment of promise and hope. So allow yourself to be happy in that journey. Even if it gets taken away from you later, that promise and that hope, you will always have had that happiness that you can have now. So allow yourself even to feel happy about the previous miscarriages. They were happy moments and moments of hope and promise before the hope was taken away. Having hope taken away is a terrible thing, but it doesn't mean that by never feeling hope ever again, you can stop bad things from happening. You can't stop bad things from happening, so you might as well enjoy the moments of hope when they come. So make this Christmas a time of hope for yourself. Test this friendship and see if there is anything still there, but believe that good can come of this. I'm wishing you all the best. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon. 
and sign into thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.